Welcome back to the Focus B Show. This is Katie Stoddart here, aka The Focus B. And on this show, I interview high performers and leaders around the world to discover their secrets on peak performance, productivity, mindfulness, and leadership. So if you want to take your performance and your leadership to the next level, then you're in the right place. Listen up and connect with the magic. Are we meant to be successful? Is it natural for us to be successful? And what can we do about this? This is something I've reflected on quite a bit as my business has grown, but also observing other people in the field and seeing how it works when people get more successful. Again, you can define what successful means. But what I've seen is that generally our definition of success as individuals is to do better than a lot of other people. So if you think of someone who's a very successful athlete, generally our definition is they're way more physically active than anyone around them. If, for instance, every single person in the world was running marathons, would you feel successful running a marathon or would you just feel you're brushing your teeth because everyone else is doing that? Would that feel successful? Same in business. If any everyone had seven-figure businesses, would that feel like success or would you just feel that you're doing like everyone else because everyone has seven-figure businesses? So often our de- definition of success, and I'm not saying this is right or good or how it should be. I'm saying this is what we genuinely think of success is doing better than people around us. And I reflected on this because I realized, is this something that's natural for us? And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, not really. (laughs) Because if you think of a tribe, if you think of where we come from and our roots, if you stood out, if you were gathering more berries than everyone else, they'd come and take your berries and share. And so I feel that we're more meant to be all similar or the same. And if one person is really standing out, they draw attention, they draw envy and jealousy, they draw lots of mixed feelings, and maybe they wouldn't have survived in that tribe because other people would have wanted those berries or would have been jealous. Now, it depends. If that successful person in that tribe all those years ago was using their great skills as a hunter or berry picker or what have you to help and serve the whole tribe, then yes. But if they were just standing out, maybe not. And this is what I started to think and feel is I thought, biologically, I don't think we're actually wired to be successful in the sense of standing out, sticking out, doing better than others. Because biologically, we want to fit in. We want to be like the people around us. We want them to like and care. We don't want to feel rejected. We don't want to feel their envy or jealousy or different way of looking at us. And so standing out, and this can be in any field. I'm not just talking about money and business here. I'm talking also about fitness. I'm talking about any area in which you feel a success could be. Even at school, do you remember how people treated the people who had the top grades My best friend was always top, 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 top of the class, way more than me. And I remember that when we were 12, 13, everyone picked on her, make fun, because it's not cool to be top of the class. Isn't that the perfect example of how successful people aren't really meant 
to be or we're not really meant biologically to be successful because we stand out. Again, if we look at maybe that person or at school helps everyone else do their homework, then it's better. (laughs) But if it's just them on their own, thriving, top of the world, that's not really, I think, what we're meant to do internally. Okay, so what can we do about this? Let's say you really want to become a great athlete or business person or top speaker in the whole world, and yet you feel the pull of mm, fear of rejection, fear of standing out, fear of loneliness. You know, the top is lonely. A couple of things. One of them I just shared. If you're using this to help, to inspire, to support other people around you to do the same, that feels very differently. And you're way more likely to develop and grow with an athlete if you're leading a whole group of runners to do their first marathon because then it feels like you're helping them and you're using those skills those assets what you've learned not to stand out which you know feels great five seconds but deep down feels isolating lonely and not that satisfying and you're using it to help others grow that's one thing so really sharing the skills, the knowledge, what you've learned, not being afraid of competition. There's no such thing. (laughs) Collaboration over competition. Different people with the same skills won't do better than you. They'll do differently. So abandoning this idea of competition, this idea of I want to be the best, that doesn't really go anywhere. I'm sorry. I just don't believe in like being the best. First of all, if you are, it'll be temporary. Second of all, why? <laughs> you know, generally we do this to fill a deep longing for for love and acceptance and achievement. And we think if we achieve more, then people will admire us and love us more. No, probably envy. And yes, maybe for five seconds, you're on a pedestal, but it's not really that interesting. That's my personal opinion about being the best at something. And this comes from years of realizing that I'm a high achiever and that it doesn't actually lead to that much. What helps a lot more is to enable other people to thrive in whatever field or skill that you have and choosing collaboration over competition. The second thing that can help is obviously to have a peer group. I know I talk about this a lot. Have a peer group that has similar standards, similar ways of functioning, because then you're not scared of sticking out like a sore thumb You're surrounded by people who think that way. And therefore, that gives you that feeling of belonging that you don't have if you're just on your own going, top of the world. (laughs) If none of your friends or people that you know are into running and you're just doing your Ironman all on your own, it's going to be a hard, lonely road. (laughs) But if everyone you know is doing one, then it feels different. So instead of thinking you know, surpassing others or doing better than people around you. It's more surround yourself again with this peer group that has similar goals, similar ambitions, similar ways of thinking, and just start to do how they're doing because you enjoy that journey, because you enjoy the activities they have, the skills they're developing. And it's not a matter of being better or being successful. It's a matter of growing and improving certain skills that you enjoy. That's it. That's all it's about. (laughs) It's just get better at stuff you like. If you love dancing, then get better at dancing. If you love having a business and speaking or coaching, get better at speaking, coaching, do it more and help other people to do that too. It's as simple as that really. And so are we meant to be successful or not? I still go more with the opinion that not necessarily 
But if we surround ourselves with peer groups who are similar, then that feels differently. And if we use those skills to help other people, that also feels differently. And last but not least, ask yourself why you're interested in successful stop. Like I said, I often feel that it's because we think we'll get more validation, admiration, whatever it is, but we often don't get it from that form of success. Whether it's top athlete or top business person or top anything, we generally feel happiest when we've got thriving relationships and health. So by investing in your health and having strong relationships, that generally makes us way happier than any form of status or yeah, great. It's nice to, you know, be healthy and sporty and it's nice to have a business that's going well, but the the level of success and that inner craving, that's often quite uh, ego-driven and it doesn't really serve you day to day. That's what I've noticed. So just keep that in mind on your growth, on your progress. Be ambitious by all means, level up, learn more, share, grow your skills, but don't be attracted by success for the sake of it that's empty. There's nothing there. Growth and progress, skills, contribution, yes, that's meaningful. And that's meaningful whether you're just starting off or you've had your business or been an athlete or dancer or singer or whatever for 10 years, the same. And yes, a small amount of success so you can actually pay your bills for sure, but that's not necessarily successful, that's functional. And so think of it that way. This was just a brief reflection I had around this concept of being successful. Are we really meant to be successful? What do we do if we feel that it'll be more lonely and that we'll stand out like a sore thumb? And how can we counterbalance this? By having a peer group that functions in a similar way and by equally helping, contributing other to other people around us to grow in similar fields. And I think this can really help us to Yes, have greater levels of success if that's so important to you, but also just to be more balanced and fulfilled in our daily life. Thank you so much for tuning in, wishing you lots of success, but more importantly, lots of joy and fulfillment on purpose, alignment uh, in your life and in your business. Thank you so much for tuning in today to The Focus Bee Show. I would absolutely love to hear your feedback so let me know in an apple review or youtube comment what was most valuable for you and feel free to share this episode with a friend or a family member wishing you a wonderful magical and focused day ahead 